Hey, 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 hey. What is going on, everybody? I hope everybody is safe out there and doing their part during these really strange times that we're living in. Um, yeah, it's, t- it's really, uh, it's a strange one. Um, I think we're making progress. I think we're leveling the curve, so they say. But uh, we all got to continue to do our part. And I think we'll be in good shape. I'm optimistic about it um, if we continue to do so. Uh, so this podcast recorded about two weeks ago with my boy Swayze Ack, a great hip-hop artist out of Vancouver. Great guy. We have uh, mutual friends, so I thought I'd reach out to him. And due to all this being uh, a little bit delayed, it's come out a little bit later, but that's okay because um, I think you're really going to enjoy it. It's a great show. He's a great guy, and I hope that uh, I really encourage you to follow him online and, and uh, take a look at his career, uh, also on Spotify, Apple Music, etc., etc. So, uh, a few things as well. I've uh, released on this day little five-minute clips uh, talking about some things that happened in the history of sports throughout the year. So far, I've done Patrick Ewing, then I did uh, WrestleMania 9, which was absolutely classic. Looking back on that, doing the research, it's just it's a hilarious WrestleMania. And then if you'd like, you can uh, follow me on Instagram, uh, Not Enough Mike's Podcast, IG, Facebook, Not Enough Mike's Podcast. And if you want, if you 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 know, you're, if you have some time on your hands, maybe you do, maybe you don't, maybe, maybe you do though, uh, you can give me a rating um, on Apple Podcast and that would be great. If you ain't even a review, <laughs> let's get all crazy. Uh, no pressure though. Just want to make sure that hopefully maybe this can be a dis- little distractant from the everyday. This is 45 minutes. Uh, which I hope you all enjoy. So I know I'm still loving and enjoying doing these. Uh, so I hope you do as well. Thank you very much for all the support. Hit over a thousand downloads, which is amazing. It's actually more like 1300 since they started taking the stats, but we'll celebrate that nonetheless. So thank you again. Enjoy the show. Peace. So I'm with my boy here from Kelowna. Now made his way even further west into Van City. Released a new single recently called Don't, as well as a sweet music video. Upcoming Ooh, artist, you know yeah. <laughs> Upcoming artist, grinder, my boy Dylan, a.k.a. Sways. What's going on, brother? I'm doing good, buddy. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. I'm doing very well. I was just We were just talking and just checking out the, your, uh, your Instagram there, hanging out in the Vancouver sunshine. Yeah, it's been a good day. It's been a good day. First off, I want to say thank you for having me on here, man. I know you've been grinding, hustling, and I uh, really appreciate you putting me on the spot. So I'm excited to be here with you for sure. No, thank you for coming on. Thank you. I really appreciate uh, yeah, you taking the time, man. So a little bit of background with us is that uh, I came in, con- we, had a, we have a mutual friend. What up, Ginger Rich? And, uh, yeah, Richie boy. That's right. And uh, so me and Rich are friends from uh, our, our days in Lake Louise and Banff. And then I came across you on social media, and then I checked out, I'm a big hip-hop fan, I uh, checked out your page and a lot of your music, and it's fucking amazing. So it's great, because a lot great of the time, time, yeah, man, and a lot of times now, I have a hard time, I listen to a lot of my old school hip-hop, because I don't know where to look, almost, and then I can't, when I come across new artists that I'm excited about, it's fantastic. So give me a little background, like, I know you started fairly recently, but uh, give me a little background on what you've been doing, man. Yeah, like, um, I've only really been going hard at this for the last two years. I uh, I spent a lot of time just trying to figure out, like, 
trial and error, doing a lot of things in my life to try to figure out where my, my motion of the ocean was going to go. And, uh, yeah, when I was uh, 18 and I was growing up in Kelowna, I decided that once I graduated, that Calgary was my spot to be. And uh, moving out there was, uh, like I said, I tried a lot of new things, but it's where I kind of fell in love with music. I met a gentleman by the name uh, Keston Ross when I was working at a gym, and uh, he's taught me the sort of the, the art of freestyling and uh, that's where I kind of like became like a party trip for myself and uh, didn't really think much of it and for some reason it came pretty quick to me I enjoyed it it was fun I had a good time but uh, it was all trial and error for a long time it was just like yeah at the parties I'd love to throw on a beat and have fun with it and then um, I went home to Kelowna after four years of trying to just trying to reset myself and uh, when I went home to Kelowna, I actually broke my wrist playing ball. I broke my wrist, um, my left wrist. Uh, I was trying to dunk and show off to some girl. And I was just <laughs> like, yo, check this out. You know, like I got this going on. And I ended up falling on my ass with my hand out. And I fractured my skateboard. Oh. And, um, yeah, that was a brutal time for me. But it gave me uh, a lot of time. Like, I went through three surgeries and all that stuff. And in that time, I couldn't work as much. Right. And that's where I kind of really fell in love with writing more and like becoming more into that that type of realm of my life being more of the artist side of it and uh yeah when i after a couple two years back home in Kelowna, i went off to thailand for a month and a half did some traveling did some resetting and then i was like when i get back i had already everything in storage like i knew before i left that i was going to come to vancouver okay and then it was like march march 3rd so i just hit my two-year mark on march 3rd it was like March 3rd, 2018, and uh, I'm, I got here, and I've been full gun ho ever since, and that's where we're at today, just sort of uh, yeah, giving it the, going, full, the full shot now. Just, just, yeah. going, just going on it pretty hard. Yeah, it seems like you're doing very well. That music video that you put together was fucking, was awesome. I loved it. Back yeah, to uh, big so you, shout out to, Sorry, go ahead. Big shout out though, to two, two Cent Media, though. Like they, those guys, like I, I work with a gentleman named Nick Kroom, okay? and he, uh, he has a company that... Uh, they just sort of were like, hey, let's like we're new. We want to work with you, and um, I was I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I got this new single. Let's give it a shot. And the boys like before anything, like they they gave a very professional fun. Like the first time we're ever seen these guys put out like like a breakdown of my lyrics and like location scouting, and I felt very like these guys really were professional with it. And the product we got, like man, I was very happy for. Yeah. The work we put in, I was very excited. Yeah, you can tell because I've seen it. I've come across a lot of different rappers where I want to check out different things, hip hop artists, and sometimes some of the some of, you know, and it, it makes sense. But a lot of the material that you go to can be a little bit, you know, it's tough. They're amateurs and up and coming, which is okay. But seeing your video, this is like a professional, studded out video, man. Like you got you guys absolutely nailed it. I love it. It's great settings, lighting, and everything. It's it's a great. Not only is it a great video, but it's a great song as well. I appreciate that. No, it was, it was fun to work with those boys. And, uh, you know, it's like we're all we're all up and coming together. So, like, you know, you, you learn as you go. But, like, like I said, I've worked with many other people in music videos. And it's just, like, it's more, like, as you grow up, it's like we're, like, we get a camera. And we're, like, let's walk around the city and find some dope locations and just do your song a few times. And we'll try to cut it together. But, like, really feeling the story. And, like, to be honest with you, I'll give you a little background of this, like, that yeah. I said not many people knew. We, uh, we did this. We recorded this music video, like, uh, Probably two months ago, we did. A, I hired a few friends of mine that are actors and an actress, and we we're trying to do like a big 
scene in my house where it was going to be like a continuous shot, like through my kitchen to my living room to my bedroom to like of a relationship evolving. So people coming in the front door and now maybe they've been together for a little bit. Now they're fighting on the couch and then they're breaking up in the bedroom and we're trying to do this continuous shot on a tripod, but we didn't, we're like we said, we're still, we're still learning as we go and this lighting didn't work in the post-production. We couldn't really blend it together properly. It looked very shaky. And, uh, so we were like, we scrapped everything. We scrapped the entire video and what we did and all the shots we did. And then me, Nick, and Devere got together on a Saturday with this new idea. And uh, we shot it within like five hours, not oh, even. Wow. The whole thing started back. Yeah. <laughs> See, hey, I like that. I respect that. You want to make sure. We talked earlier too. You don't want to get like a perfection in the way of progress right but at the same time if you're not right. happy with it you want to you know you gotta you want to put that out you want to put the highest quality product out there yeah absolutely so it was pretty cool because people like for us like we're just having fun with it and like we're, we're definitely doing it but like you, you're right you get this product that is so you're like wow holy fuck like i can i can really see like how we put into it but then you think about it, you're like wow it, it doesn't take us that long and like we just had that we were we planned it right yeah. We shot it good. We had good direction. And, like, we learned from that first shoot. We learned about what we needed, what we needed differently, and like, just sort of, like, continually growing. And, like, that's the epitome of my entire life, you know, like, learning as we go. Just keep on, Making yeah. sure we learn from the lessons. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm very happy with it. I'm super excited. That's good, man. Yeah, and you, you often hear that, too, when you when you start something new. It's like when you look at, you talk to any, like, type of athletes, and you, you speak with them when they talk about their early let's say LeBron James, when he taught, when he reviews games of his rookie season or season one through five, he's always usually laughing at himself. Why? Because he's an absolutely, he's an absolute beast, but looking back on the games, he just shakes his head and goes, oh man, I could have done that. I could have done that. But it, does, it should never get in the way of just putting that product out there, keep on grinding, and then you just get better naturally. So I can, you uh, can tell. Yeah, I think, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you can tell from your from your music video that it was very, very well planned out. Where'd you get the ambulance? <laughs> How did you get the ambulance? I'm gonna, <laughs> yo, so people ask all the time. It's so funny. And, like, it kind of hurts that I have to say this, but, like, we were just walking down the street, and there was actually a real emergency going on. And I was like, guys, let's go. Let's fucking shoot this right now. Like, oh, so wow. in the building, obviously, yeah, the people were like, there's no one in the, in the, in the ambulance at the time, but the lights are still going. And we just, we just did, like, one full take quickly in front of the ambulance while they were inside and uh yeah it turned out really good like <laughs> okay it was completely random completely random so it's pretty crazy in that sense someone's lost another's gain maybe hopefully i'm sure they're all yeah good. i'm sure i'm sure they're all I, 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 i'm pretty sure everything was all good i'm gonna say with my heart that like it was like it was a mutual beneficial thing the ambulance was there saving their life and then they saved us for a nice uh, cut of the music video as well you know yeah, timing and the best of both worlds timings music music's good for the soul i'm sure that helped heal them Absolutely. So I want to I want to get more into I want to get more into who you're working with, all your collaborations and whatnot. But I want to backtrack here for a second. So you were in Thailand. Absolutely. That'll give you. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of places that you can visit while you're in Thailand that can open your eyes, such as a, a full yeah. a full moon party. Did you ever hit any of the full moons? I lived in Thailand for for a year, um, and then went oh, back. Damn. Yeah, and then went back backpacking for a winter there. So I I spent a lot of time and I've basically done the whole country. Uh, over a couple times but how was your uh, how was your trip and how was the party there so difference like a uh, little background too is like before i left to um uh left vancouver i was uh, seeing a girl uh, like a lifelong friend of mine um and she 
we were kind of seeing each other. We we had like a fling back in high school and all that stuff. And it was like I moved to Calgary and it came back and she was with a, a boy at the time. And um, it was like it's like kind of like she broke up and we we're kind of like trying to like refuel that like fire that we had in high school. We never like pursued. And we had this plan like like we weren't we never were like really officially dating, but like we were like let's go to Thailand together because we were comfortable with each other. We knew, like, we had years of experience with, with each other. So we knew, like, if we wanted to do it, this was the time. So I went out with her. And uh, we, I did, I did a month and a half in Thailand, including, including flights for under $2,000. Wow. Like, so we, yeah. we backpacked. We, like, we were obviously sharing a one-bedroom accommodation. We never, like, we never did the bunk beds or hospital thing. But, like, we found places for, for cheap. But, like, we didn't actually party that much. Like, I... I, we definitely had our fun times and like, like the cheap Chang beers, like I drank on the beach a lot, but it was a lot more about like, yeah, you know, like it was, <laughs> it was a lot more about like, like the sightseeing and like learning a lot about uh, Buddhism and like mm-hmm. learning about the culture there. And I, and we spent a lot of time hiking and like doing all that stuff. And we actually avoided whenever there was like a high tourist area, like the full moon parties, we were trying to be opposite side of the island. We're trying to be where there wasn't that many people. And to be honest, thinking back, like I kind of want to go back and do it on my own and like because when you're with somebody like that you spend a lot of time together and you feel like you're always going to have that person to talk to so you don't really expand like we met a lot of cool people but like it wasn't like you know like those crazy drunk nights where you meet someone from like where like england or wherever the heck it is and they tell you about their life and you're like man like wait what a connection like there was never that for me yeah it was definitely a uh good trip but like we we traveled. We did. We scootered around the entire island. We had a great time. Like we started in, uh, we landed in, in Bangkok and we went north. We went to Chiang Mai. Chiang Mai was. Uh, I actually celebrated my birthday in Chiang Mai, which was really awesome. And um, we never went. To, we never went to Pai. Unfortunately, people say that's a, that was a beautiful place to go. We never made it that far. But like we also didn't like do any flights. We trained everywhere. We did overnight trains. Those and, trains are and bus, those, overnight buses. Those trains are absolutely wild. Uh, getting any, getting any, yeah. they, they, they're pretty safe, but they, they oftentimes feel, feel, feel pretty unsafe. Did you ever see them play? Uh, do you ever see any of the, I forget, I don't know what the, the, the name is called, but it's like foot volleyball. There's like, it's two on two and they just volley the ball with their foot and then do these uh, crazy, over the net. Yeah. That is the fucking yeah. craziest sport I've ever seen. It's like a ball. Like, I don't know this a third of the size of a volleyball. And they just, everything's with your feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely. I couldn't believe, I, I definitely saw that. And it's like the skill, you're like, damn, like this is a combination of sports. And like you grew up in like our Western culture and you have soccer and you have volleyball and you sit there and these guys are doing both. You're like, damn, okay, I see you. Like these guys are incredible. <laughs> I'm talking about those night, overnight trains though, bro. The yes. fucking roaches, the, the roaches, man. There's in- bugs that freaked me out, dog. Infested. It is oh my god like you try to just ignore it but like you go to the washroom or whatever and like there's no seats in these trains for people that don't know like, like you're you're squatting like and you're holding onto a rail and this train's going at whatever speed it's going and you're just like wait well here we go like this is it and then you see something run across and you're like oh my god this is not for me this is but you know it's just part of the culture and you, i had a, i had a great time it was it definitely definitely reset me and got me good like i we're in the general golf set out there. I like we went to Cambodia. We had a lot of time. I read. I read. I'm not a big reader. I read sometimes. Like in high school, it was all about like read what you're told to read. Yeah. But like I read my first book out there. Like I just 
and it was just like it was it was very freeing like it was, it's crazy i'm sure you know like living out there for a year you just can be who you are you don't have to worry about what people think of you and like yeah or whatever right all that all that judgment and shit that we live in this western culture is like out there people are just surviving and I they're could, happy I and they don't have much i couldn't agree more like what i was about traveling of course it's very important to get an education but you get i find you get the greatest education going somewhere else in this world and not just going on an all-inclusive vacation putting a backpack on go get lost go by yourself go with your go with a friend and i call it like you get a new set of lenses and you really get that that different view of what people are going through and these experiences and talking to these people and just these random chats so you're just like wow i never knew that and i would never know that if i wasn't in this situation so yeah i think that's great Uh, no that's great it's a great way to find yourself and then like now you're fast forwarding to you know that was kind of like a pivotal point you went from there and then you went to vancouver and then, so now you're just, you're starting against, yes, you're a great free, freestyler back in the day and you kind of knew that you had this gift and then now you're getting into pr- like producing and creating music. So. Yeah. And, and it all happened very like raw and real. Like I came in with like, I started my Swayze account in Thailand. I knew that like, I didn't want it to be, um, compared to my Dylan profile. Like I do use Swayze act mostly over 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 my dylan profile like if my dylan was private and i post that more of like my my family stuff and everything like that but like i do use swayziac more than ever but my goal was like i wanted it to be like like obviously branding like it needs to be like there like so i created that out here and i came back to vancouver and i was like you know what i'm just gonna own it like i'm gonna be like i am an artist this is what i want to do and like not 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 like uh fade from that at all like i have no doubt in my mind that this was this is it so then when I got to got here, I started. I've been working at Joey's little background. I worked at Joey restaurant since yep. I was eighteen. Okay. Like, so in Calgary, back to Kelowna, I worked there. And then I, when I got here um, in March of 2018, I started at Joey Berard. And um, I, uh, within two weeks, obviously telling everyone what I'm doing and everything like that. I had some songs that I was writing and like I was really working towards releasing a project. And uh, I met this uh, girl by the name of Nicole Droder. And shout out Nicole. She helped me out crazy. She hooked me up with two people when I first got here. And uh, first person was Malik Malachi Motion, who is my main producer. And he's the guy I go to the studio and he mixes all my music. And she's just like, I have this friend who's really into it. I want you to meet him. And I met him and then he's now the one that's on stage with me when I perform. He's like a, like a good homie of mine and has like literally worked endless with me and releasing my first project and all these singles that we've put out since. So like you'll, you'll hear on most of my tracks to be like Malika, I set that beat in yes. motion. And yes. that's, that's my boy. And so like, and then the other person that Nicole introduced me to, um, was a, uh, was a director that I worked with and she is like, she's just a performer and she works, She's like a performer herself and she's very amazing at what, what she does. And she helped direct our first, uh, our first music video for summertime. And so my goal when I first got here was like, I wanted to get some product out and things like that. And so I had this track summertime that was already released. And so I hooked up with her and, um, it was like, I think it was like within the first couple months, I, uh, I had met, I met her and, uh, we hooked up with this guy called, um, uh, Katie Cuts, Kamar Burke. And he's worked with like 
the famous director like he and videographer like he he's worked with some of the best people in the game um like, I, I, not to name drop but like he's worked with french montana and things like that and he's, oh, he's a name drop, name drop all the way it's great no, yeah it's like he's 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 a he's a phenomenal eye for everything for what he does and so those two got together we did my we did my first music video and that was like my like big entry into the city i dropped that yeah. and people were like okay there we go and then since then August came around and I dropped my uh, six track pro- or eight track project, but two were previously released. But um, uh, it was just Swayze EP. Dropped that and that was kind of my discography from there. And then from there, I started performing. Right. And then working on music a little bit in the background, released a few singles since then. And now I'm like taking it a little bit more seriously. I find that when I first got into the city, as a new artist, right, you learn how the process goes, you learn what's going to work for you and what's not. And I learned with myself a little bit that I was, when I get something or I finish a track, I'm like, all right, let's fucking release it. Let's go. Let's go. I get so amped up. And like, there's, there's, there's business to it. There's a marketing way to do it. There's a proper way to do it. So now I'm sitting on about seven to 10 tracks right now. And I was going to release a project, but maybe it's time to do the single game. Maybe like just like release product slowly and have like consistency with it. So I'm at a point with like, like, what's the next steps for me and trying to do it properly and yes. trying to market it well so I can get playlisted and like just trying to work on that game. Yeah, that's, but, always, um, that's always a battle. I found it out just with this, you know, this podcasting gig. It's just like you get it out and then it's just like, well, how do you do it? You know, you're just starting from scratch and when do you want to release it? Is there a good time? And there's a lot of, there's such a huge learning curve with that, isn't there? Because it, it is very exciting. It is very exciting because you're working with really cool people, and you know you're sharing some really great stories. And for you, of course, the great music um, that everybody is enjoying, and you just want to get it out there. But you're right; if you want to do it, there's two ways of doing it. You can just do it for fun, but it seems like you're you're really trying to you know build that audience, which you have. So with everybody who's listening right now, I'm talking with uh, Sways Ack. That's at Instagram. S W A Y Z E A C K. You can check everything out there. So it seems like you got a little bit of a foot in the door. Sorry, I forget her name that was talking to you, but she got you in contact with a lot of these people. And that kind of, is that something that propelled you into getting into these videos and so on and so forth? Was that a bit? You know what? Like it was just, it was just nice to like finally see, like obviously growing up in Kelowna, it's a very small town. Kelowna, Kelowna, California. I love it there. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I love it. I love it too. But you got to think like for myself, like it it was the best place for me to grow up. Like I loved, I loved growing up in that area and then being surrounded by like, cause it's just a, it's a small town feel with like a big city energy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like in the summertime, it's just like the vibes are crazy, but talk to like the best photographer there. There's only like one or two. So you go to talk with them and they're just like, okay, this is my rate. And you're like, I can't even afford groceries right now. Like, well, I can't, I can't pay your rate to work with you. I don't want to work with you. But like when you first start out, it's a lot about collaboration and finding the right people and trusting in people that are starting out as well. 100%. And you come to Vancouver and it's oversaturated with creatives and people that are just fucking seen into like, excuse my language. Sorry if I'm, I'm being, I'm just a, a very vocal man. That's but like, okay. it, like, it's like, yeah, like they, like you, you meet these people that are so passionate about what they do that they just want to work with you and they just want to expand their portfolio. And so like coming here and like meeting those, like, those, like Nicole, and and meeting like Malachi and like everybody like it's just been like you just see this sense of like collaboration and and team and like this like both wanting to win together instead of like Kelowna where it's like a doggy dog world out there everyone wants to be the best and no one wants to help nobody because 
like once you once you know you're good at something, now you charge that price, and like <clears throat> there's not much out there. You know what I'm saying? I I completely I completely agree with that, and it's nice it's nice to see that with people you know helping everybody out. That's like that's what I loved about living out west, man. It's that West Coast vibe. And even though if you were from there, you weren't from there, it, it kind of converts people into that, you know, friends helping friends. And even if you don't know them, you know, it's just about that kind of that one mission and helping people, helping people grow. I've even had a couple of people randomly reach out to me about how, like, how do you start a podcast? And I'm just like, yeah, right? what, do you, what do you need? Like, it's kind of nice. It's like, yeah, happy to help, man. Like, this is just, I know how much joy I get out of this. Um, so I'm happy to help. So that's great for you. And I'm happy to hear that because it seems like, you know, these types of collaborations have really helped you kind of chase a dream that you've been going for. Yeah. And like, I'm a, I'm a huge momentum guy. Like, so it's mm-hmm. like when you start getting your head in the door and you start doing things, like I'm, a, I'm like, once the momentum's going, you don't want to stop. And it's like, I feel that you could have some good things happen in Kelowna or have a show here and there. And then it's like, now what's next? Like, where's, where's like, maybe you have to go to Vancouver to perform or whatever. Like, it's just like, yeah. there's, there's a ceiling in Kelowna and in Vancouver, I find that the, there's no ceiling. It's, it's, you can, you can do what you, as long as you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to work hard and like really just strive for what you truly want. Don't be fake about it. Like there's a lot of people that want to be an artist. It's to be an artist, you know, just cause they think it's dope or cool. Like it's not about the, not, I don't know. Like I just feel like if you, people can tell when it's something you truly want to do and then you connect with those people and the, the options are endless. Whatever you can create is whatever you're willing to put in. And it's, it's I, I'm intoxicated by this city for that. Like, that's so cool for me. Yeah, man. And, you know, and it seems like you have a high level of confidence, which you should, because you're, what you're releasing now is absolutely uh, fantastic. Not like I'm by any stretch in the imagination of hip hop aficionado, but I do enjoy uh, all music and I truly enjoy all of, I've listened to yours on repeat, especially getting ready for this. So I, I truly enjoy a lot of that. So question for you. Yeah, of course, ma'am. So I remember, I'm just, I want to get into the question of kind of where and how you target audience and how you get yourself out there. Because I remember I was in Banff and the glorious suns came through and this is right as they started out, right as they started out. And I remember there's 15 people there. I'm at Wild Bill's downtown Banff and there's just 15 of us there. And I'm just like, (laughs) these guys, and nobody really knew about them in Banff. Nobody at all. Nobody, there was barely anybody there. Now you see the glorious yeah. suns. They're absolutely massive. You know, they're touring all around Canada, touring around all North America, and they've grown up. But absolutely. I don't think they're ever going to – they knew that they were going to be big, so um, they're never throwing the towel. But for, like, you, you it seems like you've got a great deal of support. Like, how are you getting yourself out there? Like, your your Instagram page is, you know, you got, like, 11,000 followers. So that's a great – that's a great platform that you have. But, like, how what are you doing to make sure that you get noticed? Because the market, like you said, is very saturated with so many rappers, hip-hop artists right now. Like, how are you trying to separate yourself from the rest? Uh, number one thing is, is that, like, I can tell you when I first started out, like, my music, it's not it's – not, mainstream my music isn't something that you're gonna you're gonna compare it to like some trap crazy hip-hop like it, it's definitely i have my own lane and that can also be sometimes if i don't have a strong mentality about it it can be very it's hard to see if you're doing the right thing like it's hard to be like oh i'm on the right track because i sound like these other artists are doing so great like there's not many like i compare myself to the the mac millers a little bit ge a little logic like a little okay. bit yeah. more of a storyteller teller vibe but then when I first started out, it actually came from just being the human I am. It was like most of my, when I would sell, when I sell my tickets to my shows and all that stuff, most like 50 plus percent of the people that come out don't even really enjoy rap. They come out because they see me following my dream and they're supporting me for me. Right. And then 
what I do is like, because they've never been introduced to rap and you hear me and I'm talking about just some real shit. Like it's like things that I truly am going through and not like, like fuck bitches get money, like, like, or whatever. Like I'm talking about my debt that I went through, my bankruptcy, I went through all, all this stuff. And I love, like, I'm, I'm also, I, I like to party and have my fun too, but like, that's, that's just a, a side of me, like, like expressing all those other sides that people can relate to. And, so when you do your shows, when you when you perform and you're and you can perform and you can look at those people in those eyes and connect with them, like that's how you get those fans. Like mm-hmm. I know you, I can have a mainstreaming song, but like to can to actually have people that truly follow me is, is my performances. It's that I have people that will come out to the to every show and and they're like it's crazy the difference between even my music that you listen to to then my performance side. And that's that's who I am as a person. Is I when I was growing up, I wanted to be an actor and I'm and do all that stuff. And I love being in plays and I just love being on stage and performing. And like, that's who it is. And like, I also in high school was a big, I was big in leadership and motivational speaking and like going to trips to Montreal for in grade, in grade 11, grade 12 for like leadership conferences. And like, so then what I get to do is, is I'm like, okay, so I love to be on stage and I love to motivate and I love to, to preach just like real shit. Like, how can I do that? And then music is like, well, that comes from my biological father. My biological dad was, a huge, huge uh, rock singer growing up, and he he did that all through Kelowna. And, uh, I'm sorry, through Vancouver and Kelowna, and but he wasn't in my life. So uh, my stepdad was pushed me into sports a lot, which I loved. I loved being in sports. And I loved soccer and I loved basketball, and football. And, like that was a big point in my life. But it wasn't like I said till I was 18 that I kind of figured out this like hidden talent of mine with music, mm-hmm. and so. We put all that together and me being on stage is that's where I belong. Like that's like I would if you could put me in a freaking festival circuit and you can get me on stage every day, I would that's my dream. Like I love making music and I love writing music, I love being in the studio, but when I get on stage, that's what I'm meant to do. I'm meant to make you feel every fucking word I feel I'm saying and then that's the connection I've created is I feel like my, my base of following is because it's just I'm something different. I'm something that you wouldn't expect. Uh you look at me and I don't, I don't always look like a, a, a rapper, but it's fun when you come out and the things you feel and the people that they come up and talk to me and they say, oh my God, like, why are you only doing these type of shows? Why aren't you big time? And I'm like, I've only been doing this for two years. Like, yeah. give me, give me some time. Like, I'll make it there, I promise. Like, <laughs> that's a, but that's a, that's, so a that's a very good, that's a very great, <laughs> great compliment for, for people to say that. And, you know, like, like you said, it just takes a little bolt of lightning for you to, for you to blow up. I remember I had my, my, uh, my podcast with Cappy and I said that to him. That was a thing that I said to him as like, it was, it was a true compliment. I'm like, dude, I always thought you should be down in the States like years ago. You know, why weren't you, why weren't you yeah. there for, but just like him and like you, you it's contagious and it's genuine and people are smart and people have a lot of avenues to get their entertainment right now. So if you can provide them, which you do that, that type of energy and that realness uh, with your lyrics, the vibes, whatever that might be, people will follow. People want to follow, and people want to find what connects with them. And I, and your lyrics certainly do connect with a lot of people. That's for sure. Yeah, and like I think the game is too is like just uh, like focusing on understanding myself a little bit. Like I think a lot of people are scared of being honest with people about what's going on, and, and you, mm-hmm. you realize that like even coming into this interview, I was talking to a few friends, and it's like I love having these interviews because. People don't, let me go on a little tangent here for a second, but people don't understand themselves because they're either scared of looking stupid or scared of what the other person likes or trying to be like, 
trying to have these friends. So what you do is you say what you think people want to hear, mm-hmm. right? And what happens is it becomes, in the moment, maybe they think that they're like, wow, we have so much in common. But like you start believing in fake things because what you say is what you start to believe. And if you start saying things that you don't actually, like if you say, do you like hockey? And like, and like I like watching it, but I'm not a fan of like, I, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm like probably the least Canadian Canadian. I like American football and basketball. Like that's the things I like to watch. Soccer for sure too. Like, but if I was like Same. hanging out with a whole bunch of hockey boys and they go, hey, do you like hockey? And I go, yeah, I love hockey. Like that's, like, oh, my God, it's the best. And then you'll start to believe that lies. You'll start to believe in that stuff. And you, and you become lost in yourself because you're not being honest with what you, what you truly are. And then it's, so when it comes to these interviews and things like that, I love getting asked these questions because it just re- reaffirms myself. When you ask me a question on the spot, I can answer it and be like, this is what I truly feel. This is who I truly am. And, and then you're like, okay, this is who it is. But people are scared of stepping outside that comfort zone and being real because of how they're going to be looked at or what, what is going to come across. Right. It's and so true. I think that's the key, right? It's like, you just be honest with yourself because no one's, the, no one's the same in this world. Like, and if you start comparing yourself to other people, they've gone through a different life. They're born into a different, they're a different ethnicity. They have so much different things going up in culture. And, and if you're trying to compare yourself to that artist or whoever it is in your life, and you're trying to be them, you're now losing sight of yourself because we are not, anything the same to anybody else you might have similarities in certain things but you got your own story and your own path i think people relate to originality and they relate to not the same things and when you when you speak a little bit speak a little bit candid and like they like that way more than just being a part of the same wave and i think that's my goal is to just be me be something completely different i don't know i just i think that the emotional in it People drive, people drive to that and are driven to that, you know, when people are original and like authentic and genuine in what they're saying. And within that, you have to be very vulnerable and you're, you're bang on there because you have to be vulnerable with who you are. And that's a tough thing for people. Why? Because there's so many avenues right now that can be taken out of context, like with what people are saying. And there's so many people that want to fucking point the finger at you, point the finger at, at me, but everybody's dealing with their own shit. And everybody doesn't, you yeah. know, everybody's like, hey, we all have our demons. We all have our stuff that we're working through. So like an artist and performer like you, it's great to see that you can do that and be vulnerable because, you know, you look at athletes or musicians, they're scared to say a lot of these genuine things because it, things can be so taken out of context. You can take a little snippet. We could probably find 10 snippets from this interview and we could probably shape it to look like anything we want. But if people tr- were Absolutely. to listen, you know what I mean? And we, if I had an agenda with this, I could make you look like an asshole. But if I had an agenda with this, Absolutely. I can make you look like a great guy, you know? And that's the, and that's the shame that people have to think like that because so, so many stories it's are written. It, it really is. And you know, you look at sports, you look at uh, like music, there's so many, uh, there's so many sports and there's so many writers and there's not enough stories. So people are often creating them to create the news, to create the buzz. But to see you come out Absolutely. like that and be humble and, you know, know who you are, that's the most important thing. And I think that's why you're truly going to keep on rising and be uh, that much more successful, dude. So kudos to you for that. I appreciate that. And like, if I could tell one thing to the people listening to is like, yeah, it doesn't come with this, like, I just moved into this. Like, I have failed so much in my life. I have failed more, more than, than most people my age and most of my friends. They don't understand the struggles I've gone through and things I've tried and, and just the ability to be okay with failing. Like, I don't think, I do think very highly of, of my mindset and like, and how I think, but it's only because I've, I have the ability to, to be like, okay, I'm going to step outside my comfort zone. Whatever happens, 
happens. But don't think of it as a failure. Think of it as like, okay, well, that's not going to work. Let's let's just yeah. get that out of the way quickly. Yeah. And I got I got out of the way a lot of the bullshit that that holds me behind and like holds most people behind. And but you have to be willing to be uncomfortable. You have to be willing to do things that aren't really the norm or because even what's getting portrayed some of these huge influencers in this life and huge athletes like they're humans like you mm-hmm. and even though they got a huge following they go through the exact same anxiety and the exact same stresses and they cry just as much as you do mm-hmm. and you and, and to think that they're this superhuman perfection thing it's so bad for your mentality it really is like you can just re- the highlight reel, right? Every time we see people on Instagram, it's just, it's not real life. It's the highlight reel. It's like the sports center top 10. That's like the last four, the 10 photos that they're posting. It's all good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being, it's funny you say that because right in the background right now, I have the Dennis Rodman 30 for 30 on. It's just, although those sports is canceled right now, it's so juicy because all the 30 for 30s are on. Um, right, so with exactly. That, yeah. So with that being said, so you're going so you're going through this and you're, uh, you know, you battled, you battled a lot and you're like, you know, you accepted the failures because that's part of the growth. So what's your, when I, when I say success to you, what's successful? Like, you, you know, probably where you want to go, but right now what's successful to you? I think what's successful for me and what I'm working on the most right now is just being honest with my art and myself, um, being less focused. Like I've gone through the same struggles with everyone else is worrying about likes and worrying about, like that reassurance, that constant reassurance. But you know what? Just like not giving, not giving any crap of what people think. And just, this is what I want to say. This is how I want to say it. And just being able to be free of that judgment and just say it and not care how it's reacted, but it's, it's me. Yep. So I want to start representing myself in the most honest side, like as the most. And I think success to me is to have people and my fans see me for who I am and not put me on a pedestal, but see me as a, as someone that maybe they can motivate them and help them see what I see, but see me on the same level. Cause I'm no different. Like a big thing with me with successful with people and my superpower that I believe is, is how I can connect and make people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it's in them, it's in them realizing that, that this is a world that, uh, that's going to put a lot of fake shit in front of you. And if you can just fight through that and not worry about what people think and just do what you do, you're going to start realizing, like I was saying before, that you, you say your opinions on things and you're like, okay, well, I do believe that. That is some, that is part of me. And like standing by that because don't, don't fall fading to that stuff. So success for me is if I can have a fan base and people that follow me that I can either motivate or help get through some hard times or that just see me for not being this like, Swayzeac, big, big artist, but for just someone, they're like, wow, like this guy is like me. Uh, he's no different than me either. Like, I don't want to portray that my life is perfect because it's not. And I struggle and I, and I hurt and I go through so much. And, but it's just, I was talking with a guy, just uh, a homie of mine, Caleb, the other day, and we're looking at my past and he's like, through all this stuff, he goes, have you ever given up? And I go, you know what? Like, could that not be the model of my life? Like, like every time I'm worried about something, I ask myself, like, have I ever given up? And no, there's not been one point in my life where I've been like, I'm, I'm I just not, I'm not going to do it. Like, I do it till it, it, it really leaves me. Yeah, man. And I'm like, and that's what I want to portray to everybody else. And like, so yes, I know like there's dreams to be up there and like working on like, like making a certain amount of money, but like, on the same thing of it, like if I was to go off again on a little tangent, like my success for me is not about having a certain money amount. I live my life. I tap my debit card till it's, till it's empty. Like, like I don't, I don't look at budgets. Like I'm bad at it. 
that was my money. But I live life how I want to live. Yeah. Like I do. I go. I go out when I want to go out. I eat what I want to eat. I enjoy the time with the people I want to enjoy time with. I don't let the fear of like, like sometimes it backfires, and I definitely have to struggle. And I have to work harder to make sure that doesn't happen. But if I could just have a life where I don't have to look at a uh, at a at a price tag and be able to live exactly like I'm living with like a little bit more security behind me would be great. And just performing all the time, like that's success for me. Good. I don't need nothing crazy. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty much it, it. It sounds like, it sounds like you're doing it for all the right reasons, which is, uh, which is great, which is great to hear. And you can, you can hear the passion in your voice and how you, it's very authentic as it comes through. So like me, obviously we've, we've had a few chats before this, but just get to know you like, you know, right there, like you listening to you and just listening to your story is the reason why I'm going to follow you now forever and follow your success. And I'm excited to see where that goes, man. Like it just, it gets me excited it, uh, to listen to you. So with that being said, I what's coming up that. for What's coming up for you, man? Like, have you had any with, I don't even want to talk about this fucking Corona shit, but like, have this, like, what's going on with you, with your like shows? What do you got? Like, what do you got in the works? Like, where are we going? Where can we be? Where can people find you? And what, tell everybody what's going on. Okay. Yeah. So obviously right now, like just to touch on a little bit with this whole, with this whole like Corona thing, like and there's a lot of artists having to cancel shows yeah. and cancel like a lot of live events. So I'm taking time right now to not actually, I was going to perform mid April, but uh, to bring back, like I said, I dropped my album in 2018 and I dropped a few singles since then. But some of these people that have come out to every single one of my shows, like, and shout out to, if you're listening right now, to those people that have been there and have come every time and you're listening to this podcast, you don't know how much I appreciate your support. And like, and I see you and I, and I, and I'm doing what I can for you. And if it, if it wasn't for you people, like I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Right. And, and so my, my goal right now is to wait, create wait, a better you, show. Did, wait, did you say you people? Be careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> too soon, too soon. Sorry, sorry, sorry yeah. God. I got my yeah, no doubt, on. Eh? <laughs> sorry, go on. I got yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, you know, to to everyone that 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 has been there for me uh, already, I my goal right now is to create a better show for you because they're coming out and they're seeing the exact same thing with the exact same songs. Granted, there might be a new single or whatever like that, but I want to create a show, and so. My goal is to get a little bit more music out right now okay. so I can adapt and grow a little bit. So I was planning for like the last year of dropping my second EP, the Swayze Act EP number two or something like that. And uh, I have all these tracks that I've been working on, I've been working towards, but I had a little bit of a realization and kind of real moment with myself in terms of like, if I was to ask you a question right now, like there's so many amazing artists, big time artists, mainstream artists that drop albums. 13, 14 tracks, whatever it is. Me, myself, even if it's my biggest artist, I maybe will listen to it once through. Okay. And then I'll listen to like three or four a few times. And that is the biggest artist in my life, right? Mm-hmm. And there's obviously like my, my 100% that I'll, like, I'll, I'll definitely fall into. Like, But how am I to now when there's this, this, this melting pot of music and there's access to so many different artists and all this stuff, how am I to like two years in ask people that are following me to be like, listen, I want you to sit with this thing and I want you to hear my words I'm saying and I want you to listen to it four or five times through. And then they're like, I got other people to listen to too. Like I can't be, it's not, it's not a game of, of albums anymore. It's a game of singles. Okay. It's a game of, of trying to get the attention and like mathematically speaking in terms of uh, songs too, like the life of a track is only like, Four, four weeks at the best. If you drop a single or like anything, 
So if I drop six tracks at once, it's still only going to be four weeks. That's true. So it's true. It's what if shine, I what it's if the I next drop shiny object now? Right? It's what's next? What's right? Next? Right? What's next? Yep. It's true. So I take now that body of work and release it every three weeks or every four weeks, one at a time. Now I have four months of music, and in that time, continually create, continually grow. It release some visuals along with it, but it creates a more consistent product for the people that are following. Okay. And instead of putting all this money and time into releasing one project and not getting the hit that I'm looking for or the impact that it's looking for, shove this, this prime steak that I'm putting out once a month down their throats and they can taste it and indulge in it. And if you're vegan, it's a freaking veggie burger. I don't care what it is, but like, it's beyond Swayze. It's literally, beyond Swayze. yeah, beyond Swayze. That's it. That's it. Five ninety five. Let's go. <laughs> but that's the thing is, I want people to really listen because like, what I'm this trying to organic not, music like, for your ass. <laughs> right. Sorry. Exactly. No. Exactly. And like, and so that's just the world we're living in now. Anyone can release music now. It's very easy. You don't need a record label. You don't need anything. You just put music out there and then if you can market it properly and like learn a little bit of the business side of it and that's how you'll get your attention and then there'll be something that will hit and maybe you get playlisted and then you get a song that hits 50, 100,000 streams and now you're getting a little bit more noticed but then because right now like I only my my biggest song is only streaming at like 3,000 or 3,500 and and like that's that's good for me I'm excited about that but like we I need to start creating an impact and with this music I'm making like this is time for me to now really start thinking about it and like doing it properly. And like, so that's where, that's where the goal is for me is to get a few songs out. I'm actually going to, I don't know. It's not a hundred percent yet, but my, uh, for the people that are listening, I'll give you the insight because if you're coming out and listening to this podcast, I appreciate you. So I'll let you know before anybody else, but I'm thinking of doing a project right now called me versus myself. Um, okay. it's going to be a two track project and it's going to be a, an emotional, more motivational, track and it's going to be like a club banger nice so it's going to be two sides of me because people always say like who are you as an artist and i go i like to make music and, and if i look at both these tracks that i've made it's not like i like to make one more than the other like those are different emotions for me i like to make i like to party i like to have fun i like to do my thing i'm very energetic i'm like very mm-hmm. you come meet with me like I, they call me the energetic bunny like that's just who i am and so why do i have to stay in one lane with my music so why not release something that I can feed everybody with this, this softer side, this like more emotional side, more honest, honest instrument, and then a high energy trap music. And then, then you can see kind of like where it's going and that everyone that's listening can get a little bit of what they want. And instead of releasing, you know, six tracks at once or seven tracks, I'll release these two and then single after single after that. And then it's about planning a big show, like planning something like, cause, yeah, playing the big shows and then release don't. and then have the other music as you're going along with that, but just have the the bangers, the the hooks right there, and then Absolutely. and then release a lot of whatever uh, whatever else you have like going on. I love I love that idea. Versatility, man. You gotta right now. You gotta be a little jack of all trades. You gotta be that Swiss Army knife to really be able to to make it because there's so much talent out there. If you're just straight up, you know, if you have a niche and you nail that niche, great. Um, but if you can be a little bit of everything, that's very important as well, can it? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So with that being so said, that's, that's you, the goal. Sorry, sorry. So you mentioned, so I love, I love it. seems like you, you're very smart in your thinking. You're not just thinking about this as just, uh, 
you know, and I think that's the only way to be successful. You know, you hear a lot of these successful entrepreneurs, businessmen, businesswomen, um, when they talk about their success, generally the common theme and a common word that's always used is risk. And there's a risk going all in because what are you doing when you're risking things? You're sacrificing a lot. So it sounds like you're very smart Absolutely. in your approach and you know, you want something, you're passionate about it. So go get it. And that's what you're doing. And I admire that. I truly, truly admire that. Cause there's a lot of people out there that want to say, who the fuck does he think he is? You know, this and that there's always people that are going to say that whether and people close to you as well as people from a distance. So for you to do that, that's very courageous. And I give you fucking mad props for, for doing that, my friend. I appreciate that. Yeah. And like, and I'm telling you, and to, to like reach out to people too, then like life is, life is about looking back and not work, like thinking like, what if I did that? And like, you know what? I do live paycheck to paycheck still, not because I'm not making enough money, but because every cent that I have above this is going into my music and the cost of what it is. And, and I'm happy with that. Like, I don't, I don't mind as long as I'm smart and like I can do a little bit like, but I do, I do struggle. I'm not no famous, like big check rolling streaming. Like I, I live comfortably. I live life how I want to live it. I could probably save more if I really tried, but you know what? The balance in my life is this, and I'm I'm happy with taking those risks because there's not that many people do, and I know that that's just going to be the key to my success. It's like if I can just keep plugging at this, it's going to pay off in the end. It's so true. I'm 39 year old guys <laughs> putting thousand dollars into a podcast just for fun. You know, fuck it. You know, no. you know, it's just one of those things. It's just like let's have some fun with this. It's something you want to do, and it's all cliche and you know chase happiness and all that stuff. But you could you do. You got like, you got one shot at this. I've unfortunately had, you know, I've some buddies that I don't talk to anymore. And just like, you know, it's just, uh, it's one of those things where you kind of separate yourself from the crowd and, uh, just start chasing what you want to do and put yourself first. So you talked a little bit about, uh, some of the influences in your life. Like who you said, you kind of, uh, compare your, your music style to, I believe you mentioned Mac Miller logic. Um, so when I, a common theme within this, not enough Mike's podcast is Mount Rushmore. So I want like what's so as far as your Mount Rushmore of people that you look up to influences, it can be within music, it can, it can be within sports, it can be with whatever you want it to, but your Mount Rushmore, like who are your top four people that you kind of, you know, admire or looked up to or helped you kind of get to where you are now? You know, like if I was to be there's there's definitely two sides to that. Like I have my Mount Rushmore for like different devices like my mountain rushmore for like the music and people i can kind of look towards in terms of who i kind of strive and kind of see my music around and those artists there's also my mountain rushmore so the biggest influences that have changed my life in terms of like people that have motivated me to get further right and those i, I feel like those are two different things okay let's go let's go with so music like, let's go with mu- like music right music. now yeah maybe not like you strive but like just like the top and i know it always changes right and we always have these lists and it sometimes, does, it, sometimes does. it change but right now Top four, top four artists. Let's say for you, for your Rushmore. Okay, I would go. I would go. Uh, Mac Miller, Logic, NF. A lot of people don't know about him, but he's a Michigan-based rapper who is doing yes. so well. Yes. He's in everything. I love NF, and I love Russ. I love. I love Russ's motivation. A little bit of cockiness for sure. Like he definitely can check his attitude sometimes, but Ooh. he is a Ooh. self-made man. Russ. I don't know what that is. Is that terrible? Oh boy! Oh boy! When you uh, when you look into him, you'll be uh, you'll be surprised. Yeah, Russ is R U S S. Okay, Russ. Okay, and he is uh, phenomenal. He produces, mixes, masters his own things in the last two years. Like he he has just been blowing up, and he, like a lot of people don't like his attitude sometimes, but like he uh, he's done it himself, and he's he thinks like uh, very similar to how I think in terms of like. 
just doing it and like how he grinds and everything like that. So I respect him for that, but it is sometimes can come off a little bit too cocky, but uh, his music is phenomenal. He sings and raps at the same time. I like it. You gotta have that. You gotta have that edge to you though. Like it's just like, you know, it's like any NBA player. They're just like, who do you think's the best? It's like me. Well, and they're not the best in the league or hockey hockey player. More hockey players are pretty modest, but like you have to think that you're the best to be the best, even though, you know, deep down that there's, you know, rappers, athletes, musicians better than you. But in order to be that best and want to get on that level, you need to think about that. You need to think that way. You always need to think that you're the best. And if you don't, you're probably not going to be set yourself up for success. Well, because you just always like you always think you're not good enough and you won't take those risks or take those. And you know what? If you don't believe in yourself, no one's going to believe no, in you. No, that's that's the biggest, biggest flat line right there. Like, if you go, yeah, my music's okay. Like, you should maybe listen to it sometimes. They'll be like, yeah, sure, okay, maybe. And then if you're like, you're like, you will not believe this song I just created or what I just made and the, the, what I just said. Like, it's insane. Like, just give it one listen to it. They'll be like, damn, okay, shit. Yeah. Maybe I will. <laughs> like, because so you just got, I think that's for me. Like, and, it's not always been like that, but you just grow and you start believing in yourself and yeah. Yeah. There, it's always borderlines on, you know, confidence and cockiness. And those are two very different things, but also follow the same theme. So it's, it's important to have a little bit of both, you know, it's, you got to have that little edge to you um, to be successful, ruffle a few feathers. And that's kind of how you can, you can break your way through it. But yeah, I like to say that I'm up to date a lot on hip hop. A lot of the new hip hop that's out is, is hard for me to find what I like. You know, I, I always revert back. Mm. I'm a big Wu-Tang guy. I love, love Method Man. You know, I'm old Jay-Z, yeah. Snoop Dogg, like a lot of the old school, the chronic. Uh, that's kind of what I grew Absolutely. That's what I listened to growing up. Um, I grew up on, I grew up on the Young Money. I was like Eminem, yes. Lil Wayne, Dre. And like, and I definitely touched a little bit with Tupac and Biggie, but like what did, those weren't actually the biggest influences in me. And their music is so, is so big for, for the community of hip hop and the culture of hip hop for sure. But, yeah, it was definitely on the Eminem vibe for sure and oh. growing up. But yeah, I waver. Like you say, it changes all the time. It does. It does, and I always waver between who my favorite hip hop and I can't. Like I can't make like a. I can. I I know who no. my favorite athlete is, um, but bands. I I know who my favorite band is, but hip hop artist is. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't decide. It changes all the time. Changes all the time. It rotates between like five. I'd say Jay Z, Eminem, Snoop, Love Fifty, and probably Dre. Yeah, yeah, those are you know that those would probably be probably be mine. But any given day, I'll just go on repeat for like doggy style, like a whole list. Just listen to doggy style yeah. for, for, for for like a month, <laughs> for like a month, and I'll be walking down the street just yeah. like bobbing and people looking at me like I'm crazy. Uh, but uh, but it's fun. So yeah, man. So we Absolutely. went we went through we went through a lot here. Your journey has been great. I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to have a chance to chat with you and, and meet you. I'm looking to get out west because I got a few things lined up there where I'm trying to get into uh, Oregon and then into Vancouver. Um, a couple people that okay. I really want to come see. So I'd really like to line that up when uh, when you got a show coming on and uh, just hang out and say what's up, brother. And like I tell tell everybody, they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I made it out." I'm like, "There's gonna be more." There'll yep. be a moment in your life where it's going to connect right. I'm not going to stop. So just, just we'll, we'll make it happen and we'll get you out. And I can't wait for that moment to happen. But we can come on and see what I do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Okay, brother. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you coming on, man, and taking the time. I'm going to let you get back to that delicious sunshine out west. Okay. <laughs> I'm jealous. Oh, man. I'm, I'm loving it right now. I'm loving it. You going to do the gross grind oh, or bro. what? <laughs> 
Hell no, that thing kills me, bro. Are you kidding me? I do that probably twice a year, maybe, if I'm freaking feeling good about it. But man, that thing is hell. Oh, I've done it. I've done it before. And it was, it was, I was actually in pretty decent shape when I did it. So I, it wasn't too, too bad. But if I tried to do it now, I'd get the ambulance. I'd have to get the ambulance you had for your video. <laughs> shoot. video yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <laughs> Don't worry. I got the connections on there. Oh, you got you to hook me up. Okay, man. Have a great yeah. rest of your day. Yeah, uh, and then we're going to... It was well. Thanks again for everything, man. And, and congratulations on everything you're doing. I really uh, I really hope all the success to you. And uh, once again, thank you for putting me on. This is uh, a blessing for sure. Yeah, you got it, brother. We'll be talking soon. All right, man. Talk all to right. you soon. Have a good day, okay? You too. Okay, peace, buddy. Yeah, brother. That was my boy, Swayzeak. Check him out. Great musician, great hip-hop artist. Also... Be sure to check out Instagram, Not Enough Mike's Podcast, IG, Facebook, Not Enough Mike's, and wherever you get your podcasts, you can find this on there. Also, if you want to do a review, I would love it. Give me five stars. Thank you very much, guys. Stay safe. Love ya. Peace.